Now that we've got your attention... Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison. On Island Radio, KISL at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone, and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we're going to get tight. We'll celebrate the birthdays of Wilfred Glenn and Lou Hersher. We'll take a musical trip to Beantown and listen to this past week in recording history. Last week, I played a couple of songs about good times and better times, but ran out of time to play another song about times, Times is Tight Like That, by Bo Carter and Walter Jacobs. Well, here it is to start off a segment in which we're going to get tight. Cause I 
ain't got a doll in my hand. Wanna do your cooking for another man. Oh, baby, time to tight like that.
the New Orleans Wanderers with Louis Armstrong's composition, Too Tight. The New Orleans Wanderers was the name Lil Hardin and members of Louis Armstrong's Hot Five used on a July 13, 1926 session for Columbia. Because he was under contract to OK, Armstrong himself couldn't appear, and his place was taken by George Mitchell. The three other titles recorded in the session were Gate Mouth, Perdido Street Blues, and Papa Dip. The same musicians recorded four more titles the following day credited as the New Orleans Boot Blacks. Before that, Jimmy Noon's Apex Club Orchestra and It's Tight Like That, written by Thomas A. Dorsey and Tampa Red, born Hudson Woodbridge, but known from childhood as Hudson Whitaker. The vocal chorus is unidentified, but that recording was made December 27, 1928. We started off with Bo Carter and Walter Jacobs lamenting that with 10-cent cotton and 20-cent meat, times is tight like that. OK Catalog number 8858 was recorded by an OK Field unit on December 15, 1930 at the King Edward Hotel in Jackson, Mississippi. As I mentioned, I was going to play that record last week as part of a set of records about times as a reminder about the offer from the Syncopated Times for a free one-year, 12-issue subscription to the paper with your donation of $100 or more to KISL and rapidly rotating records during the month of April. As you know, the Syncopated Times is the national newspaper devoted to exploring the worlds of hot jazz, ragtime, and swing, and is the informational anchor for those communities. Opening up the latest copy and reading it aboard the Metrolink train during my hour-long commute to my office in San Juan Capistrano has led to more than one conversation about vintage pop and jazz with a fellow passenger. You may want to spread out your copy by your morning coffee, but regardless of where, if you'd like to take advantage of this offer of a free one-year subscription with your donation to KISL of $100 or more, send me an email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com and we'll get things going. And take a look at the paper's website, syncopatedtimes.com. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. The 122nd running of the Boston Marathon took place last week, but the very first Boston Marathon was held April 19, 1897. John J. McDermott of New York City, one of just 15 starters and only 10 finishers, ran the 24-and-a-half-mile course in the winning time of 2 hours, 55 minutes, and 10 seconds. The first woman to officially run the race, Catherine Switzer, didn't do so until 70 years later. The course is now 26.2 miles, but even though it's called the Boston Marathon, runners don't cross into the city of Boston itself until 24 miles into the race. Now, I could run the Boston Marathon if I wanted to. I just don't want to. Anyway, here to celebrate the Boston Marathon and for my relatives in the Boston area are some rapidly rotating records about Boston, beginning with Buddy Welcome, who's going to sing about another special event that took place in Boston well before the first marathon.
party. You have read it in your history. Now we're gonna give you the latest lowdown about a score of fellas who went out on the street. There were twenty men, hardy-looking Yankees, dressed in feathers the Indian way. They were out to show coming generations how they throw a party up in Boston, Maine. Now on that boat, there was a lot of tea. And in spite of stories you've read about, they also had ten little bottles. And what they did with them, nothing's been said about. Then they threw the stuff deep into the ocean, and a lot of it sure was tea. Those colonials really had a notion how to throw a party that made history. Thank you.
My goodness, what a great record is that. 
Jabbo Smith's Rhythm Aces with a Smith original, Boston Scuffle, also known as Boston Shuffle, recorded in Chicago on August 8, 1929. Ike Robinson was on banjo and Alex Hill on piano. Before Jabbo Smith, Frank Silver's dance orchestra with vocalist Larry Murphy answering the question, what do we get from Boston? And, of course, that would be Beans, Beans, Beans. That Edison record, catalog number 51534, which, given its upbeat, jazzy arrangement I'm going to guess the old man wouldn't have liked, was recorded March 24, 1925. We started that set in Boston Harbor, December 16, 1773, with the political and mercantile protest by the Sons of Liberty known as the Boston Tea Party. That was Mal Hallett and his orchestra with vocalist Buddy Welcome and the band's theme song, Boston Tea Party, July 8, 1936. Violinist, clarinetist, and alto saxophonist Mal Hallett was born in Roxbury, Massachusetts in 1893 and was a graduate of the Boston Conservatory of Music. Last week, April 19th, marked the birth in 1894 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania of songwriter, composer, conductor, author, and publisher... Lou Hersher, one of seven brothers to one sister. He was taught music by his father, Cantor Elias Hersher, born in Austria and who came to the U.S. in 1890. Lou Hersher began his musical career in vaudeville, accompanying his younger brother Nate on the piano. He joined ASCAP in 1920, composed music for a number of short films based on poems by Edgar Guest, and co-owned publisher Acadia Music Company, still in business to this day. His collaborators included Joe Burke, L. Wolf Gilbert, Benny Davis, and his daughter, Ruth Graham. An interesting side note here, Ruth Graham's son, Lou Hersher's grandson, is California winemaker Randall Graham, founder of Bonnie Dune Vineyard, and we're actually drinking a bottle of Bonnie Dune Merlot with dinner tonight. He's often described as a maverick winemaker and pioneered the use of screw caps on premium wines, and I'll give you a review of this bottle next week. Lou Hersher died on March 12, 1974, in Beverly Hills, California. His popular song compositions include There Are Just Two Eyes in Dixie, Dream Daddy, You're Just a Great Big Baby Doll, Bound in Morocco, which you heard a couple of weeks ago by the Green Brothers, and these...
Making its triple-R debut, Gene Rudimick's orchestra with Treasure Isle, written by Lou Hersher, Ted Fiorito, and Joe Burke. That Brunswick 78 was made in January of 1921. Before Treasure Isle, we heard Down Home Blues, performed there by Waring's Pennsylvanians from Victor 19303, recorded March 26, 1924. This Down Home Blues was composed by Morty Burke with words by Lou Hersher, and I couldn't find anything else composed by Morty Burke. There are vocal recordings of Down Home Blues by Mary Stafford, Clara Smith, Mamie Smith, and Ethel Waters, but that Down Home Blues was written by Tom Delaney. We begin our tribute to Lou Hersher with Mike Markell's orchestra with the musical question, Are You Lonely? Depending on the copyright entry, Joe Burke wrote the music and Lou Hersher the words, or they both wrote the words and music. And I hear definite strains of Pancielli's Dance of the Hours, which Alan Sherman also borrowed for his 1963 hit, Hello Mudda, Hello Fada, A Letter from Camp. That OK 78, number 40026, was recorded in New York in November of 1923. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on iTunes as a podcast and part of the Global Community Radio Network. Last week, April 20th, marked the birth in 1881 in California of basso profundo Wilfred Glenn. You may know him as a member of the male vocal close harmony group The Revelers from the mid-1920s through the 30s, but his musical career began in the early 1900s. In 1917, he founded the Shannon Four, later to be known as the Shannon Quartet and The Revelers, as well as pseudonyms on various record labels. He led an exciting and unusual life, and his childhood years took him around the American and Mexican West before his arrival in New York as a professional vocalist. As a bass, Glenn had far more opportunities to sing in groups than as a soloist, and the vast majority of his recordings are as a member of vocal quartets and choruses, but I do have some of his solo recordings to share with you. Here's Wilfred Glenn. Rolling home Someone is 
Wilfred Glenn sang a lot of religious music as well as songs of the sea, and we heard a fine example there in Bells of the Sea, written by Arthur J. Lamb and Alfred Solomon. That Victor recording with Ted Levy conducting the Victor Orchestra is from June 14, 1923. Wilfred Glenn, of course, also sang classical numbers such as this. Oh, 
Wilfred Glenn's March 16, 1928 Columbia recording of the Armorer's Song from Reginald de Coven's comic opera Robin Hood. Glenn had recorded the same number for Victor in 1917 with piano accompaniment. A few years ago, I did some research on Wilfred Glenn, including interviewing two of his granddaughters, and I wrote the liner notes for the CD The Shannon Quartet, A Little Bit of Heaven, Early Barbershop Quartet Recordings, 1925-1928. It's available from Rivermont Records, and you can see the complete track list, hear audio samples, and order it, along with many other fine Rivermont releases, at their website, rivermontrecords.com. While I'm very proud of that work, it is minuscule compared to that being done by the director of the Revelers Project, bass baritone Craig Phillips, with Reviving the Revelers, a pop music rescue mission. Craig has restored a number of songs from hundreds of the Revelers' historic unpublished arrangements, which were discovered in an attic in Redding, Connecticut in 2015, and Craig's now pristine modern performance scores will be performed by a team of professional musicians during a two-day workshop in July at the National Opera Center in New York City. Funds are being raised to fully document the workshop and live-stream the final performance. I'm proud to be a contributor to the project and invite you to join me. Find out about the Revelers Project and Reviving the Revelers at the website revelersproject.com. That's www.revelersproject.com. I have one more solo recording by Wilfred Glenn to play, this one in a little lighter vein. From a spot called Tipperary, the heart of all the girls I am born in. But before the break of morn, faith is they'll be all forlorn. For I'm off to Philadelphia in the morning. With me bundle on me shoulder, there's no man could be bolder. I'm living here on Ireland without warning. For I lately took the notion far to cross the briny ocean, and I start for Philadelphia in the morning. There's a girl called Kate Malone whom I hope to call me on and to see me little cabin floor adorning. But me heart is sad and weary, how can she be Mrs. Leary, if I start for Philadelphia in the morning? With me bundle on me shoulder, say there's no man could be born. 
All the way back on March 31, 1913, Wilfred Glenn singing Off to Philadelphia, an arrangement by Battison Haynes of an old Irish melody. And once again, please check out The Revelers Project at www.revelersproject.com. Now here's something we haven't done in a while. It's time now for that feature of the program we call This Week in Recording History. So-called because it's here where we play rapidly rotating records celebrating birthdays, having been recorded this past week in years past. And here to start off this edition of This Week in Recording History is DeFord Bailey. Thank <laughs> you. 
loving to do. Some have me loving to do. I've got some kissing to do, for I've been missing that too. But never mind, I know I'll find somebody to love me too. Oh, I can't eat, I can't rest. It may not be for the best. I've got to get something off my chest. I may regret, but I must get some loving to do. You bet.
American country music and blues musician DeFord Bailey was born December 14, 1899 in Tennessee and learned to play the harmonica at age three. In 1918, he moved to Nashville where he was discovered by harmonica player Dr. Humphrey Bate who introduced him to Grand Ole Opry founder George D. Hay and Bailey became the first African-American performer on the Opry. We heard his tune, Pan American Blues, recorded in New York on April 18, 1927. He performed it live on the Opry for the first time on December 10th. Pan American refers to the Louisville and Nashville Railroad's Pan American train, which passed by radio station WSM's studio every day at precisely 5.08 p.m. DeFord Bailey was followed by Ray Stilwell with Fred Rich and his Hotel Astor Orchestra and I've Got Some Lovin' to Do, written by Nat Bonks and Mo Jaffe. That Harmony 78 was recorded April 20, 1926. We finished up with The Five Birmingham Babies, a pseudonym on Path A for the California Ramblers, and Remember the Night, written by Adrian Rolini. That Path A Actuelle 78 was made exactly 92 years ago this very day. That would be April 22, 1926. I'm Glenn Robison, and you've been listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) 